You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. UTEP fans, it's time to get ready for Minor Talk with Adrian Brodus and Sal Montez. Minor Talk is presented by the Oscar Dieta Agency. Seven locations across El Paso, celebrating 24 years of serving the Sun City and Legacy Wellness Center CBD. Call into the show at 880-5763 or tweet the show at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Now, let's go live to the Lube Go Studios with your host, Adrian Brodes. All right, welcome in to Minor Talk. He's Sal Montes. I'm Adrian Brodus. We're presented by the Oscar Arietta Agency, seven locations across El Paso from the west side of Fabens. For home auto life insurance, contact the great people at the Oscar Arietta Agency. Uh, the good news is <laughs> UTEP Volleyball still has a chance to advance in the uh, women's uh what, what is it sal you got this you women's said this earlier national invitational i think that's the the wording it, it's it's essentially the uh the nit the version NIT of volleyball. volleyball yeah okay good so that's the good news bad news let's not bury the lead uh utep gets uh slaughtered against kansas today didn't even stand a chance to begin with uh 78 52 is the final score they uh shot 31 percent from the floor it was a terrible shooting night again offensive uh game for utep has been hard to come by they have not generated any sort of offense whatsoever uh and and not really any offense that you could be confident in that's the biggest thing 88 actually we are not at 880 sorry we're, we're, we're at a everywhere. different number we're at di- we're at the burner number right now the the <laughs> burner number if you'd like to call into minor talk 915-542-0128 again that number is 5-915-542-0128 to get into the program we're presented by the oscar arietta agency uh again and uh we'll we'll get to some awards later on in the show it's gonna be a tough one to give some awards out but big shout outs to our friends wind supply el paso who bring us our hot hand of the game and keith southwest who bring us our player of the game sal it was a tough one tonight um i'm not gonna sugarcoat it miners play pretty bad and uh, rodney terry took a team out to kansas and had his miners competing in a 67 62 loss however that team also had bryson williams no bryson williams in this one and uh, Kansas looks a little bit better than last time and man they absolutely killed UTEP well Bryson Williams did play tonight uh that would be for Texas Tech though in the win upset quote-unquote upset over uh Tennessee earlier tonight that one went to overtime a low scoring game but aside from that though uh yeah UTEP just really not able to uh to live up to the task I mean granted I don't think many people if any would predict the miners to win this game um but at the end of the day though uh just really not a lot of positives that you could take away from this game just looking at a large number of stats and uh, even watching the film matter of fact if you watch the film clearly you see what went on you watch the or you look at the box score you see what went on but uh just in terms of the game itself um kansas i mean aside from them taking the shots that they wanted and and from wherever they wanted something as simple as passing adrian it's kind of like you know that meme um Tyreek over there somewhere. You, you know which one I'm talking about? I know exactly which one you're talking that, about. That's yep. exactly what was going on with this Kansas <laughs> offense. Uh, aside from being a great passing team, it, it was kind of like, all right, let's see if you can score from this spot. I'm going to throw it to you. And uh, the guy's just able to be wherever they wanted to all night. Really, Sal? I mean, UTEP didn't have any answer to Kansas. Kansas was completely overpowering them. Um, there was... 
really not much you could be excited about if you're a UTEP fan. Maybe you're a little bit excited about the second half. Uh, if you're just counting the second half numbers alone, Kansas beat UTEP 36-31. Only problem is they absolutely dominated them in the first half. 42-21 was the finish after the first period. Miners make it eh, at least a little bit closer in the second half, but it doesn't matter because uh, Kansas still wins 78-52. A huge, huge win for the Jayhawks. They're eighth in the country. They look it. They they have a pretty strong group. UTEP had no answers whatsoever inside the paint. I mean, uh, in transition, they had no answers either. Kansas gets 16 points in transition. Uh, UTEP allowed 50-plus points in the paint against New Mexico State. Ooh. How many tonight? 46. Uh, Kansas was able mm. to feast inside the paint, whether it be in transition, whether it be attapi- attacking the hoop. And uh, right now, you're a little concerned when it comes to that UTEP interior defense because of their lack of big men presence. And then uh, they lost Jamal Bienemy in the first half. It looked like a collision between he and Kevin Kalou, but don't want to speculate. You heard from associate head coach Jeremy Cox after the game, and uh, he talked about uh, Jer- uh, Jamal Bienemy's injury that, that uh, you know they'll evaluate it after this game, determine on whether or not he'll be available for New Mexico. Uh, this is a tough three-game stretch, Sal, yeah. and I, I don't know what this is going to really tell us on the other side about this UTEP men's basketball team. I mean, you still want to go up against uh, the best teams that you can. Uh, this three-game stretch obviously is a tough one, but um, assuming that JB is not ready to go for that Lobo game, uh, it is going to be tougher, uh, one, because that is a, a pretty good team. But aside from that, you're visiting their house out in Albuquerque, so a, a tough game already. And then, one, you're on the road, and then number two, uh, you you have a – potential to be without your starting point guard but another thing that comes to mind adrian uh maybe there was just really no need to put him out for the rest of the game yeah it's it, it especially when the, the game was so lopsided at that point maybe it was kind of just a precaution to uh to, you know have him ready for the lobo game i don't know just a guess yeah no i understand it could have been precautionary we'll find out probably more tomorrow in the coaches show joe golding speaking with voice of the minors john teicher that'll be happening tomorrow so maybe we'll get some clarity uh during that show our telephone number is 915-542-0128 if you'd like to get in. Again, that telephone number is 915-542-0128 as we continue here on Minor Talk. Again, they lose tonight 78-52 to Kansas. Last time it was competitive. I mean, this last game was back in March nine months ago. Uh, they lost 67-62. Kansas was ranked, I think it was 14 at the time. Yeah. This year, completely outmatched. Uh, and against good teams. I think this is just this goes for anything against good teams. UTEP misses low post scoring that they had last year, whether it be, you know, Bryson Williams as good as he was or even FEODG. You miss any kind of low post post scoring uh, presence. And tonight they could use it in a big game. And I, I, I don't know if anybody can be a reliable scorer beyond Sule Boom. And, you know, with Sule Boom with 18 points, you get his 19 attempts, five of 19. Oof. And then Keontae Kennedy today, 11 points but 5 of 16. I mean, just a a big-time struggle when it comes to the shooting uh, for these guys. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, You mentioned the 19 shots, but to make it even worse, uh, I mean, it's good that he made free throws, but six of those 18 points come from the charity stripe. So really from the field, he's providing 12 points on 19 shots. Yeah, it's really not good at all, Sal. I mean, there's really nothing to be excited about after this game. This is one of those that uh, is a tough one. You just pack your bags, you go home, you hope that things— Take it on the chin and move on. Yeah, and you try to move on as quickly as possible because that New Mexico game is a key one. After that one, they 
take on McNeese State at home. Then they've got the Sun Bowl Invitational to close out this month before conference play. But they need as many wins as they can get, and they need as much confidence as they can get heading into conference play. I mean, this coaching staff, let's remind everybody, this coaching staff, I know it's the first year, and we have set those expectations that this is year one, that they will need time. But at the same point, this coaching staff did uh, tell the city of El Paso that they want to win quickly. And in order to win quickly, hey, it doesn't matter what you do in non-conference play. I think we can overlook some of these games and say, hey, this isn't a part of the bigger picture. We could we could uh, pick and choose some of the uh, bad points of tonight. But we also have to hold this team accountable in conference play. That is where, uh, you know, that's where it really counts. Yeah. That's where you have to show whether or not you're a good or bad team. Yeah, this is kind of like the polishing period. What are you getting uh, yourself ready for? How? What is your identity going to be come conference play? Are you going to be able to to iron out some of those uh, those wrinkles going into the games that really do matter the most? It, you said it best right there. Conference play is what matters. And at the same time, you want to be familiar with situations that you could find yourself in uh, when the margin for error becomes a lot slimmer because although each conference game is important, it's going to be way, way more painful to lose a game late February, early March when on something that you should have ironed out a while ago. No, I'm with you on that one completely, Sal. Eight, uh, actually, our telephone number, keeps, I keep just defaulting <laughs> to our, our usual number. 915-542-0128 is our telephone number to get into Minor Talk. Got a lot of tweets to get to. We're at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. First off, Jesus Torres checks in. True, you're right, but we need a big presence in the paint. Yeah, man, they, they are. And Michael G. follows it up with, oh, for sure, we are very small. I mean, UTEP is a very small team. They do need a big presence in the paint. And tonight, Titus Verhoeven, he does play two points tonight. Uh, he played in just, uh, you know, what did he play? 13 minutes of action mm-hmm. in this one. So just not a lot of Titus Verhoeven. Um, we clearly know something's wrong, right? I mean, that's that's at least what I'm thinking is uh, he's not playing that much. He's uh, his production has definitely dipped a little bit. I'm not sure if it's an injury, not sure what it is. But yeah, with Titus Verhoeven, I saw him grimacing today a little bit, too, as he was uh, running back in transition. Looked like he uh, was getting his back worked on in the loss to New Mexico State. So I guess this is just one that we're going to have to continue to monitor, Sal, and see how he continues to progress. Yeah, and it's going to be huge because he is the uh, the big man right now for the Miners. I mean, we, we talked about guys that we could expect to help um, uh, lighten the loads, uh, so to speak, or maybe even take over. But the fact of the matter is Titus Verhoeven is the guy for the Miners in the paint. Whether people don't like it or not, uh, like it or not that's just the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, you look at the starting lineup and there's a consistency, and that is going to be Titus Verhoeven. So uh, his health is going to be real, real integral for the Miners, not just in terms of being the big man on the floor, but having a certain lineup out there as well. Because if he's not out there, uh, you know, the game plan kind of – it's it's being thrown on a wrench or or a wrench yeah. is being thrown in the system. No, I mean I mean they they definitely I mean come on they're better than with with Titus mm-hmm. Verhoeven. I mean we, those who argue that they're better without him on the floor, I really I disagree with that because at least Titus gives you that defensive uh, I guess presence. You yeah. could throw another big if, alongside him and make him the focal point if you really want offensively. And you know what? I'll even give you a classic example. We just uh, think of somebody like McNair from the Aggies in the last game, just completely going on a rampage in the closing minutes, getting anything he wanted down low in the paint. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And that was the result of uh, Titus Verhoeven being out of that game. Uh, Mike Cuviello, our friend, checks into the show at M. Cuviello News. Biennemi was a huge disappointment tonight. He's the only guy on this team that showed he could start in a Power 5 game, and he and he was like a ch- uh, character from an H.G. Wells novel tonight. Um, with Jamal Biennemi, of course, he was something happened. He was injured, didn't play the entire second half, if you're now just checking in. Uh, it, some people thought that it was maybe concussion-related. They're speculating that um, after he collided with Kevin Kalu, although nothing has been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the case. Jeremy Cox just said an uh, injury to Jamal Biennemi, and he was out in the second half, and they'll uh, they'll kind of evaluate things, determine on whether or not he'll be able to play against New Mexico. Mike follows it up by saying this, quote, there is only one person that had a positive game tonight, and that was Christian Agnew. He showed a lot of heart and was our best player tonight. Uh, I agree. I thought Christian Agnew was the most uh, you know, ferocious guy on both ends of the court. I think that's the only guy that you can kind of say, hey, finally, you know, Saucy kind of steps things up, and hey, he really needed to. I mean, Christian Agnew had not struggled um, in the first couple games because that would imply that he's been you know, having the opportunities. He just hasn't earned those opportunities, hasn't seen that much court time this year so far so uh yeah I give a lot of credit to Agnew for fighting in this game I thought he was you know he was UTEP's maybe best player out of all the guys that you look at seven rebounds along with eight points for Saucy in this one um Mike Cuviello tweets again Sule Brick was bad on both ends of the floor um Sule Boom five of 19 18 points tonight uh four turnovers in 40 minutes of action Sal yeah, uh, definitely not an efficient night. I think that goes without being said. But, um, I mean, you live and you die by it. We mentioned it is way, way before early on in the season. If the shots aren't going to be falling, you at least want your best shooter to take those shots. So it comes with the price, and yeah. it was a very, very heavy price to pay tonight. However, let's say he does hit some more of his shots. Um, that's a 26-point deficit that the Miners had. So that's a that's a big, big mountain to climb. So even if he was quote-unquote on fire, it wasn't going to be the easiest of nights for the rest of the team. I'm with you on that one, Sal. It, w- it wasn't going to be the easiest of nights at all either. Um, and uh, our telephone number, 915-542-0128 if you'd like to get into Miner Talk. Our normal telephone not- line is actually down right now. Uh, we'll continue on the show. One more tweet to get to, then we'll get to Ronnie on uh, the show who's calling in on the program this coming from rip city trades what time does the bowl game start for utep come on miners we need some points jarell satterfield forgot minor talk but adrian and sal kansas about to even it all up in the all-time series and the first half isn't even over Wow, he tweeted this one pretty early to us. And uh, that's right. Uh, going into this one, UTEP led the all-time series 3-2. Kansas has now evened things up in this all-time series 3-3. 880-5763 is not our telephone number. If you'd like to weigh in, it's 915-542-0128 to continue here on Minor Talk. Let's go to Ronnie, who's joining us on the phone lines. Ronnie, what's going on, man? It's a tough hey, one for UTEP. Oh, man. You know, I'm going to – nobody wants to say it, so I'll just be the bad guy. Say it. Say it. Like, let me let me start by saying this. I love the Joe Golding hire. I love Joe Golding as a coach. I love John Teicher. But for the last two years, minor fans, minor coaches, going back to Terry, have all made the same mistakes. Unfortunately, Golding is going to make the same mistake this year, and I, I'm guessing some of that is – personnel base but and i've told you this adrian 
the Miners, going back to last year too, do not win games when they let Boom just dominate the ball and just throw up and shoot less than 30%, man. They just don't win when they do that. Like, there has to be some type of offensive accountability to swing it, to get people involved. Because you know what the game of basketball is about? It's about getting the easiest shot possible, not kids taking tough, contested shots and hitting them. That is not what, that is not what the game of basketball is about, man. And the Miners have to work way too hard just to score, what, a measly 56 points tonight? Because everything they're taking is contested. I know people are going to say, well, it's Kansas. Okay, fine. Let's take the Kansas game out of there. Every game is like that. The UC Riverside game was like that. They shot 26% against UC Riverside. Exactly, man. Because they just let guys, Bull in particular, now they're letting the enemy do it. And then tonight, Keontae Kennedy takes 16 shots. I love Keontae Kennedy's energy, but there is no game ever that that kid should take 16 shots because he won't hit 30% of them. Like, that's just what the numbers show you over time. And I love Joe Golden as a coach, but he's making the same mistakes that Rodney Terry made, but he doesn't have Bryson Williams to bail him out. He just lost 14 points and 17 rebounds, so now that rope of mistakes gets tighter. Like, I just don't see the Miners doing anything in Conference USA. Everybody's improved, man. Everybody's got transfers that really can play, and I just this offensive unaccountability we talk about with Hardison in football, it's just ridiculous, man. If, if Sule Boone was a quarterback, and he was completing 30% of his passes, would he still be your starting quarterback? Like, I mean, you got to really think about that. If he was a receiver and he dropped 30% of his passes, would he still be running out routes for him? Probably not. Probably not, Ronnie, but who's their option? Because you saw it, how bad it looked in UC Riverside and Florida A&M without Sule Boom. How how they had to scrap to try to beat Florida A&M with pretty much nobody. I, I mean, okay, if if you want to tell me, give everybody an opportunity, distribute that those 19 shots across um, everybody else, I still don't think you get to that point. I, I really don't know what the solution is, and I, I think the bottom line, and I said this in, in the New Mexico State Minor talk, um, I think UTEP's just a player short down low. I think if they had a player down low to help uh, in, in a scoring relief, they could be more competitive in these games. And until they, ha- they have somebody like that, uh, I don't think they're going to be in, in a lot of these games uh, it, when you're talking about bigger, bigger matchups. This is what I'm saying, Adrian. The answer for UTEP is sharing the basketball. You know what UTEP doesn't do? And this is going back to being me last year. They got two really good kids on the wing and Agnew and Kennedy. Nobody throws the damn ball ahead. Every guard has to dribble it up and get into the paint and force up something. Nobody throws the ball ahead. Like when I look at traditional point guards at the high major level, they usually aren't allowed to dribble past half court. It's throw it ahead to the wings. Let's see if we can attack. Hit the big man running rim to rim. UTEP, even since last year, does not do that, man. The ball sticks way too much. Joe Goldie has way more depth this year than Terry had. He's playing, he could play nine, 10 guys if he wanted consistently. Great. Pass the ball. Pass the ball and cut, man. You don't have to beat people with elite players. That's that's the problem that we're looking at. I love Tyser, but he picks Sule Boomer's player of the game tonight. Really, Tyser took 19 shots to get 18 points, my guy. Like, come on. Hit five of them. Yeah, I mean, six assists for for UTEP compared to Kansas, who had 19. So, yeah, you got it. And that that was a problem in the first New Mexico State game. That was a problem in the last New Mexico State game. It was a problem in the week where they had UC Riverside and Florida A&M. So, uh, I don't know. I I don't understand it, Ronnie, because to start off the year against those really bad teams, UTEP proved that they could share the ball. And, and hey, maybe it's just them looking good against lesser quality opponents right there. But I I don't know. Maybe it's too early in the season 
season. Maybe this team just wasn't ready to make this road trip early on into the year, and uh, maybe they just haven't practiced altogether uh, too many times. I'm not too sure what it really is, but yeah, it's not it's not the best uh, it's not the uh, best performance you want to get uh, get out of this team against uh, number eight Kansas. That was an embarrassing loss today. Remember, we're what three weeks away from opening the season at UAB, yeah. who's, who's conference favorites. So if you're going to tell me they need more time, they need more this, they weren't ready. That's a bunch of BS excuses. Well, t- time's times out, yeah. Times run down. These are 2021, 18, 19 year old kids. If you're not excited to play the game of basketball, then what the hell do we have you on scholarship for? What are you doing here? Yeah, go back home and sell cookies. But we need guys who want to play. But UTEP, man, I'm telling you, I love, I love Golding. You got to get this team to share the ball. Don't like. And don't tell me that, oh, we got a high major. If Draw being a high major point guard, guess where he'd be? In high major. So stop saying that because he's not. If Sule Boom was a high major tool guard, guess where he'd be? In high major. He's not. So stop <laughs> saying that. Yeah. Let's be real. Our kids aren't that good, so we got to share the ball so that we work smarter, not harder. Get easier shots. doesn't matter who scores it. Just get the easiest shot possible. Ronnie, do you think they lose thing. badly against New Mexico? I don't think they lose badly against New Mexico. But I think that if you're Richard Pertino, if you're UAB, if you're Charlotte, I think you've seen what the minors are. I think your game plan is pretty predictable. Yeah. We're going to make it tough for Boom, Biennemi, and Kennedy, but those guys ain't going to pass the ball. So guess what? When the shot goes up, just box out and let's take it the other way. And I heard your comment about Titus. Titus was a kid that cried last year. He wanted to do what? Shoot more three. That's why he went to the portal. Once Joe Golden told him, Oh, you'll be able to play a little offense. He stayed. Well, guess what? He focused on the wrong damn thing at 6'9". I don't want 6'9 guys shooting threes. He had two rebounds tonight. Christian Iden come up the bitch. 6'1 has more to him. Like, I want you to rebound the ball, man. I want you to focus on that. Not, yeah. That's your offensive game, dude. Like, you're not freaking Dirk Nowitzki. Give me a break. These kids have to be realistic. And us as fan commentators, we need to be realistic with them, man. We need to start holding these kids accountable. Like, dude, that ain't what it is, my guy. That ain't what your game is best known for. Yeah, we're cool with you picking and popping occasionally, but if you're going to do that consistently, but you're only going to get dominated by good bigs like McNair and those guys in McCant, then, dude, you're focused on the wrong damn thing. And those are just the facts. I, I hear you. I hear you on that. Hey, he's got to worry about his defensive side before he can even think about going no on the kidding, offensive man. side. Yeah, no, I'm you with you. You're ready to guard Kenny Lofton and guys like that, <laughs> and you're telling me, you need to pick and pop. Like, I don't want to hear that if I'm a minor <laughs> fan. That's not what I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you. Hey, Ronnie, I appreciate the phone call, man. Great, great fired-up phone call, man. Great to hear from you. Hey, man. You guys are the best, man. Have a great Christmas. I'll talk All right, have a, great, have a great Christmas as well, Ronnie. You take care. Our phone number, 915-542-0128. Sal, any comments there? Um, I mean, he kind of hit it right on the head. <laughs> but yeah. at, at the same time, it's tough to really expect a good night from guys who only put up 13 minutes and then another guy who only plays 11 minutes as well. Yeah, I'm with you on but, that one. But but to be fair, though, we've seen them put up 30-plus, and uh, we see what the results are sometimes. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got your butt whipped by one of the best teams in the nation. Even if you are at your best, you probably lose by 15. 
Yeah, that's very true there, Sal. Yeah, good point. Um, hey, by the way, the the women the volleyball team just fell in the second set to Weber State. So one uh, one is the score right now between the Miners and Weber State. Uh, they are getting ready for the third set. We'll keep everybody posted on how this one goes. We're gonna take a timeout right now. When we come back, more minor talk as we continue. If you've been waiting and trying to get into the show, our phone number is nine one five five four two zero one two eight. You're listening to Minor Talk. Brought to you by the Oscar Idiot Agency, right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. Hi, I'm Matt Keats, president of Keats Southwest. Since 1994, we have manufactured hundreds of metal components that people use in their everyday lives. A garage door opener is something commonly found in homes and cars all across the country. In fact, we produce 10 to 15 million garage door visor clips for your remote controls. In addition, we deliver the best precision metal components for businesses throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. Learn more about Keats Southwest at KeatsSW.com. Happy Holidays from the Oscar Arieta Agency. Here's Oscar Arieta. The holidays are here, and many of us are already making plans to safely enjoy this time of the year with our loved ones. As we start our holiday celebrations, let us not forget how blessed we are to have health, food on our tables, and most importantly, we will not let this pandemic define us. I am thankful for my community and wish nothing but blessings for you and your loved ones. From me, my family, and the Oscar Arrieta Agency, happy holidays, and may God bless you. Supply El Paso is proud to team up with Champion Heating and Cooling to deliver the most unrivaled reliability, energy efficiency, and superior comfort you can count on. Wind Supply El Paso is the official distributor of Champion Heating and Cooling equipment for your home or business. If you own a home building or HVAC company, you need a reliable AC and furnace supply store. For more information on Champion equipment and an authorized dealer, contact us at 915-859-3817 and online at windsupplyelpaso.com. Howdy, Lauren Hodges of Longhorn Distributing, proud supporters of UTEP basketball and Coach Joe Golding. Coach Golding has made some changes and so has Longhorn Distributing. We've added ceramic coatings to our store. We've expanded our service department to give faster and more efficient service on pressure washers and cleaning equipment. Longhorn Distributing is the only distributor for hot sea pressure washers in West Texas and Southern New Mexico. We're located at 5516 East Paisano so call us for a demonstration at 772-9092. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. Cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code EARN for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code EARN for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code EARN. Download the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app now. Get all the latest in UTEP sports, UTEP athletic interviews, ESPN programming, and more. Touchdown! It's free, thanks to United Bank. All right, welcome back. Minor Talk continues. 
Peace Al Montes. I'm Adrian Bratis. We're presented by the Oscar Arrieta Agency. Seven locations across El Paso from the west side of Fabens. Contact us for your home, auto, or life insurance needs. Oscar Arrieta Agency. Check them out online, oscaradiataagency.com. A lot of tweets to burn through. It's funny. Everybody's like, oh, why do you have minor talk? UTEP loses 78 52 to Kansas. Why do you have minor talk? Getting all these tweets, Sal. Hey, at least some people care about us right now, huh? I mean, you still go to <laughs> class on when the days that you find a test that you failed. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, it's easy to, to, to be all happy and stuff when the team's winning. Yeah, but at the same time, you, you got to be there when they lose. We've been here is. before. We've been here plenty. Plenty of times. Come on. People are wondering why we're doing minor talk. Why are you <laughs> ask, still listening? <laughs> ask us nah, a couple years ago why we, did it, why we did them after those games. Oh, boy. No, but in all seriousness, though, this is what we do, man. We have fun. Yes. Um, you know, talking about the good, talking about the bad, whether one outweighs the other on some nights. Oof. It's just the way it is. That's the way of sports. That's the way of life. Matter of fact, can I give a hot take? Yes. Why are we still doing minor talk, but people question, oh, it's the uh, participation trophy era? Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> we got to be here every single night. We got to pay the bills. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you on that, Sal. Uh, let's burn through tweets. Our burner number, our re- regular phone number isn't working. Our burner phone number. <laughs> the, Ke- the Kevin Durant number. <laughs> yes, our burner phone number is working. If you'd like to talk with us on the air, we'll, we'll get you on. 915-542-0128 is our telephone number as we continue. Kansas defeats UTEP. 7852 as we continue here on Minor Talk. Mr. E, our man, tweets in. Listening to Coach Jeremy Cox. Come on, bro. You got your butt kicked. Being disruptive? 78 to 52. Hashtag being culture. Hashtag idiot at 600 ESPN El Paso. Yikes. Ah, man, that's tough. Um, Next is Herman Flores who tweets in. Uh, he says, Jamal Bienemy bumped heads with Kevin Kalu trying to get a rebound. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I, I think that's why we didn't see JB in the second half. Adrian, that enemy win three, checks in. We were told that this team had talent. We were told all we needed was real. Uh, we was a real coach. At least last year we were competitive. Golding isn't even trying when he, ha- when he starts two freshmen. Very disappointed. Um, well... I mean, Adrian, what I'll say here is, uh, as far as starting two freshmen, though, um, UTEP did, only started um, – they didn't they didn't start Kevin Kalu in this one. I know that they've started him before, if that's who you're referring to. Jamal Biennemi, Sule Boom, Keontae Kennedy, Sibley, and Titus Verhoeven started tonight. Only uh, Sibley is the freshman. So not too sure what you're talking about there. But I, I understand why you're so disappointed. Um, I understand that this isn't a good game, and uh, this is definitely a blemish when you're talking about this season. It's a young year so far. I'm not trying to give excuses for this team, but, hey, they just completely got outmatched. There's really no way. Of, of sugarcoating it. Last year's team had Bryson Williams and Sule Boom. They were competitive. This year's team doesn't have Bryson Williams, but they have other transfers that they brought into the mix, and uh, they got completely killed in this one. Let's go to the phones right now. Augustine is joining us next. Augustine, what's going on, my man? Hey, Adrian. Uh, good afternoon, and good afternoon to the entire listening audience. Good evening. I just wanted good to, evening, uh, good, Augustine. Good, did I say good morning? What the hell did I say? <laughs> good <Anyway>. afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon. Wow, wow. It's been a long day. But I didn't have as long as a day that since, since you know, Joe Golden took office, you know. I just got a couple of questions. Two straight questions for you. Okay, go One, ahead. Did, 
did the miners get outclassed, outcoached, all the above, or they're just not in the same planet? Not in the same planet. That's where I'll I'll go with. I'll, I'll take answer C. And, and, and second question: Is there a future to any of this? And are the miners going to be the same thing that they were last year and the and the year before? Yeah, it's a great question. So, is there a future in this? Where can you find the future? What's the silver lining in all this, especially this loss? Great question, there, Augustine. I'm serious because uh, I think that the silver lining question, like you know, somebody that you can build on in the future, is Jamari Sibley, the freshman who started in this game. Although today he didn't have a, a good outing at all, six points did not follow up his double digit scoring efforts pretty nicely in the uh, like he had in the New Mexico State game. There are some pieces you can build on. However, you look at the older guys, and those are the guys who are probably going to have to leave in order for uh, things to kind of change completely with this team as far as the the personnel, the roster outlook, and things like that. Um, I'd still side with, you know, Keontae Kennedy, redshirt sophomore, Jamari Sibley, freshman, Kevin Kalou, freshman, uh, Christian Agnew, he's a junior, so you're getting uh, at least two more years out of him. Alfred Hollins, he's only he's a grad transfer, so you will lose him. Jarrell Satterfield, he's a younger guy, he's a sophomore, so you get more out of him. So they've got some younger pieces mixed in with some of their um, returners who were were um, with Rodney Terry's squad, so I think it's a mixed bag here, Augustine. I think you have at least half of your roster that you can uh, that you can work with, and, and 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 building on that, any of these young players have that different kind of mindset to them. Do you feel that any of these young players have an attitude of like, I don't care how tall, how much you how much you jump, I'm going to score on you. Do any of these players have that attitude? Because we're seeing something really important about Bryson Williams, him, him being a really a. A, a player that's not NBA caliber being a better league, hence he's not doing as well. Do any of these players, do you see any of them having like a Randy Culpepper kind of thing where where you knew Randy was going to say, wait a second, I'm going to score on you and I don't care who you are. No, or, I, I don't or, think they have a true score. Like no, I don't. I don't think they have a true score, younger guy that they could build on. I, I don't. I, they, that person hasn't emerged yet. So that's going to be the problem going forward. Who wants the ball? And that's going to be, again, another weakness to this team is who wants the ball, who wants to shoot, who wants to actually do things. So I I know Joe Golding is one year into this, but at the same time he has to find the answers as quickly as possible because the minor base, they're kind of tired of it. Everybody's tired of this losing and, 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 and again building up to something. So does he? can he do it? Will he do it? That's the big question. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Augustine. Hey, that's a big question that everybody wants to know. Hey, appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for weighing in on the show. Eight eight. Uh, actually, our telephone number nine one five five four two zero one two eight. And Augustine brings up interesting points because he's right. I mean, this is the big over overlying question: Can Joe Golding turn around this team? Can he build the brand of UTEP basketball into a winner? Uh, I mean, that remains to be seen. But you you look at the three losses that they or the four losses that they have. And they're all against good teams. Granted, you want to beat those good teams at some point. <laughs> that That's not to be ignored. Uh, but two to New Mexico State, one to this Kansas team, and then uh, also uh, UC Riverside as well. So those are all quality opponents. However, though, uh, 
down the road, you got to get some of those wins. That's four opportunities. Whatever the odds were against you, you, you got to get one of those soon. So we'll see how they come out against the New Mexico State, uh, New, New Mexico Lobos. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. They both hate UTEP as, as equally. <laughs> but, no, no, I got you. Uh, so. But, but on the flip side, though, he asked the question on um, is there anybody that you see being fearless enough um, to attack? And I think I know who that guy is. Just doesn't put up those numbers, and that would be Christian Agnew. Okay, I like that. I like the Christian Agnew idea because he is somebody who does attack the rim. He's somebody who wants to be a, a pure scorer. Hey, apologies to at ATYYY8 who points out Kevin Kalou started, Adrian. Yeah, uh, that was my mistake. And for some reason, I just defaulted to having Titus Verhoeven in my brain that he was in the starting lineup. And uh, yeah, this is probably the first time that we haven't seen Titus Verhoeven in the starting lineup for this group. So uh, yeah, very, very different than what we usually see. So thank you for pointing that out. Uh, that is correct. Kevin Kalou did start, so I apologize. It is two freshmen who joined I- into this lineup. Adrian at Enemy Win 3, I apologize to you as well. Uh, yeah, Joe Golding starts two freshmen tonight with Sibley and Kevin Kalou. Very good point right there, and I appreciate you correcting me on that one. Uh, Mr. E checks in. What awards, bro? Come on, straight up butt beating. <laughs> Coach should go back to coaching high school teams. Hashtag shell-shocked. Hashtag wear that jersey with pride. Mr. E is fired up. He doesn't want to have any of this today. He doesn't want any of it whatsoever. Yeah, he expects them to win every single game. You know that. Yeah, no, most definitely. No, in all seriousness, though, uh, just, a, just a butt whooping. It's yeah. absolutely right. Luis is joining us next on Minor Talk. Our telephone number is 915-542-0128. Luis, what's going on tonight? Hey, shalom, baby. What's up, Luis? Shalom to you, man. No, I'm doing good. I, we're on the road. My beautiful wife, Letty, and yours truly, Listen, uh, yeah, they, they they lost kind of bad, you know. But uh, tell me, first question, excuse my ignorance, what is the minus record right now? Four and four, four and four on the year. Okay, and now, how do you see uh, the, the team? Will they bounce back? Will they, uh, well, what do you, tell me about yeah, so I'll I'll give you a little breakdown. So UTEP loses last week to uh, UC Riverside. Uh, actually, two weeks ago to UC Riverside on a Monday. They come back and beat Florida A&M on a Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. Then they lose to uh, New Mexico State last Friday. So at that point, you're talking about them losing two out of their last three games. They lose tonight. That's three of their last four games. Uh, so UTEP really needs to bounce back in a big way, although they've have, they have New Mexico this Sunday. That's a very very tough opponent. Um, I do expect them to regroup. I don't expect them to be killed, get killed against New Mexico. Uh, however, it's going to be a tough one for them to uh, actually go ahead and, and uh, you know rally back and win. So these are this is a tough three game stretch right here, Luis. Uh, New Mexico State, Kansas, and New Mexico. If UTEP can get any wins out of this one, you know, continue to try to be competitive. I think that's a win in my book. Is a Pope Catholic. That's true, man. You know, I'll end up by saying this. I've been a, a minor fan since 1966. I was one of those kids dancing in the streets when our minors became the, the uh, champions. Well, good old Willie Worsley, Bobby Joe Hill. I met those guys. I mean, it was awesome. I knew Coach Haskins pretty good, you know. And what else can I say? I graduated. I did my master's. 
in teaching and criminal justice in UTEP, and I will always support my UTEP minors. And you know what? I love you guys. I wish you a beautiful weekend, happy uh, week and weekend, happy holidays, and the best to you. Shalom, my friend. Hey, shalom, Luis. We appreciate that, man. Love you, Luis. Hey, you take care, man. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks for weighing in on the show. Our telephone number, 915-542-0128, as we continue here on Minor Talk. Pinky checks in. I've seen it. And I've heard it before, and I'm still always going to be a UTEP fan. Hashtag minor talk. Also checking in on the show is CK Milestone Photo. Joe Golding, do they practice shoot-around or offensive plays during practice? UTEP basketball is the worst offensive team in recent history. Can't shoot if their life depended on it. Step back from last year's Kansas game. So tired of UTEP being terrible. Hashtag minor talk. Um, Also checking in is Todd Keeling with some positivity. We won the turnover battle at least. Hashtag minor talk. Okay. Yeah. Let, matter of fact, let's do some digging. Let's see if we could find out what they did better. They were uh, so better plus f- two on the turnover margin. Plus two on the turnover margin. Also, a better free throw percentage, a ninety-one point seven, as opposed to seventy-five percent. Okay. Now uh, there was a difference in about. Let, let me see. Uh, Kansas shot four more free throws and made one more. But we're looking at 11 out of 12 versus 12 of 16. So that's good there. And uh, they had the same amount of steals okay. as, as Kansas. It, they had fact, more se- second chance points, 13 to 5. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'll even bring this up uh, and take it for what you will. But when it comes to disrupting the passing lanes and, and stealing the ball, UTEP is pretty adept at that. However, uh, I have not really seen them be a great uh transition team in terms of no. turning those those turnovers into buckets. I don't know if it's recency bias because their last team was uh New Mexico State and this one against Kansas, two of the better teams you'll have on your on anybody's schedule, but at the same time, if what you're best at is forcing turnovers, you got to cash in at some point no matter who you're going up against. No, you're exactly right. That that's a really good point there, Sal. I I'm glad you brought that one up too. Um and they need to be better when it comes to their transition I thought last year they were better at transition basketball than this year. Uh, this year's definitely that rebuild year. I think some people thought initially it was going to, you know, they were going to try to get better from last year. And no one wants to hear me say that they're, it's a rebuild. No one wants to hear that. Everybody hates the, the phrase rebuild. And I don't blame them. I mean, UTEP's have been a part of a lot of rebuilds. And I, I mean, when is, the, when is it time for the building to stop? I mean, when it's kind of like ma- the Mesa yeah. construction. It's like, oh, wow, we see another lane that's closed. Closed. Oh, wait, another two lanes are closed? This arrow is telling me to merge into the right lane? What's going on? This just happened last week. What happened? It's like a constant rebuild, man. Yeah. And uh, people don't want to hear that. They, they don't want to hear that at all. Um, and Also checking in on the show is King Eric. Game's over and done with. We don't have to worry about Kansas-like opponents anymore. Just regroup and continue to get better. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, man. Uh, Pinky also checks in on social media. Have seen it and heard it all before. The the best minor team tonight is still and always will be the 66 team. Thanks, Kansas announcers, for the highlights. Always a UTEP fan. Um, Also checking in is Herman Flores, who asks us, why even have a show? We got to pay the bills, man. We got yeah. we got to, some families to feed. 
Yep, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, Daniel checks in on the show. Not going to sugarcoat this, but a frustrating product to watch, not just this year, but for the past 10 years. Hashtag minor talk. Yeah, it's been a while since UTEP's been in the, in the NCAA tournament. I guess you could say, you know, 10 plus years right there. So, yeah, I, I hear you, Daniel. 915-542-0128 is our telephone number. As we continue, we're going to take one final timeout, wrap it up with some awards and preview ahead to the Albuquerque game in the pit, New Mexico. That's who UTEP has up next on Sunday. You're listening to Minor Talk, brought to you by the Oscar Adietta Agency, right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. Streaming worldwide through the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. 600 ESPN El Paso is KROD El Paso, a Town Square media station. Happy holidays from the Oscar Arietta Agency. Here's Oscar Arietta. The holidays are here, and many of us are already making plans to safely enjoy this time of the year with our loved ones. As we start our holiday celebrations, let us not forget how blessed we are to have health, food on our tables, and most importantly, we will not let this pandemic define us. I am thankful for my community and wish nothing but blessings for you and your loved ones. From me, my family, and the Oscar Arrieta Agency, happy holidays and may God bless you. Wind Supply El Paso is proud to team up with Champion Heating and Cooling to deliver the most unrivaled reliability, energy efficiency, and superior comfort you can count on. Wind Supply El Paso is the official distributor of Champion Heating and Cooling equipment for your home or business. If you own a home building or HVAC company, you need a reliable AC and furnace supply store. For more information on Champion Equipment and an authorized dealer, contact us at 915-859-3817 and online at windsupplyelpaso.com. Experience unique flavors at Taco Avocat. First, start with a signature hand-rolled taco. Choose between chicken, pork, ground beef, southwest chicken, or brisket tacos. Plus, vegan tacos are available. Potato, avocado, or bean tacos. Then choose your chips. Sweet potato, regular potato chips, or tostadas. Finally, choose a signature dip. Homemade queso, fresh guac, creamy buffalo, or sour cream. Taco about the options. All at Taco Avocat. 2114 North Zaragoza. Taco Avocat. Eat good for you fast food. No gluten and no sugar. Order online. TacoAvocat.com. Hi, I'm Matt Keats, president of Keats Southwest. Since 1994, we have manufactured hundreds of metal components that people use in their everyday lives. Every home and business have circuit breakers. At Keats Southwest, we produce 15 to 20 million that fit into a circuit breaker which help keep the lights on and give you peace of mind. In addition, we deliver the best precision metal components for businesses throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. Learn more about Keats Southwest at KeatsSW.com. Howdy, Lauren Hodges of Longhorn Distributing, proud supporters of UTEP basketball and Coach Joe Golding. Coach Golding has made some changes, and so has Longhorn Distributing. We've added ceramic coatings to our store. We've expanded our service department to give faster and more efficient service on pressure washers and cleaning equipment. Longhorn Distributing is the only distributor for hot sea pressure washers in West Texas and Southern New Mexico. We're located at 5516 East Paisano, so call us for a demonstration at 772-9092. When winter weather impacts impacts us here in the borderland, it can bring things to a halt in a big hurry. And that's why the ABC7 Storm Track Weather Team has the most up-to-date technology and the most experience. We use street-level tracking to let you know exactly what's going on in your neighborhood. And our future track model to show you when, where, and how much wind, rain, or snow we expect. With Traffic Track, we can tell you where that problem is and how to avoid it. The ABC7 Storm Track Weather Team. With the tools and experience to keep your family safe. Download the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app now. Get all the latest in UTEP sports, UTEP athletic interviews, ESPN programming, and more. Touchdown! It's free thanks to United Bank.
Minor Talk continues. We're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency, seven locations across El Paso for all your home, auto, or life insurance, even business insurance. Contact the Oscar Arieta Agency. Get started with a free, no-obligation insurance policy online today, OscarArietaAgency.com. Forgot to mention, you can also pick up a seat cushion ahead of the UTEP Bowl game next Saturday. Uh, any of the locations of the Australia at the agency, they can help you out. Seat cushion ahead of that bowl game. Let's go to the phone lines right now. Welcome on Esteban, who's been giving us a call every once in a while. Really appreciate him giving us a call here late in the program. What's going on, Esteban? Uh, yes, sir. I just want to say people are talking about this rebuilding thing. Yeah. That's for the, for the foreseeable future. That's going to be our, our normal every year. Because people, the kids, you know, they want glory. And they'll leave, and I mean they, they don't stick around. No, and they like, don't. And that's isn't and that depressing, is, Esteban? Yes, and like I mean, like tonight, Titus. Instead of he should be focusing on rebounding instead of taking three pointers that he loses that he misses. Yeah. I don't understand the shots sometimes. I guess, you know, last year we were complaining that these guys uh, would never uh, be allowed outside of their role, but maybe now we're seeing why they were never let outside of their role. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to put in my two cents and, uh, and say hi to my friend Pinky who keeps calling all the time. All right, Esteban, we'll give him a we'll we'll right. say what's up to him. Hey, real quick before I let you go, you you made a good yeah, prediction sure. last time uh in the for this Kansas game. What about this next game against New Mexico? What does UTEP need to do uh-huh. or or what's the what's the, you know, what's your outlook for this one? Uh I'm thinking maybe we if, I mean if we lose by 6 points, I'll be happy. Okay. 6 point loss, you got to keep it within 6 for New Mexico. Yeah, sure. Okay, man. I got you. I'll, p- I'll pencil you okay. down there, Esteban. Hey, appreciate Great. it, man. We'll, we'll talk to you again later. All right? I appreciate that. Eight eight. Uh, actually, our telephone number, 915-542-0128. I've struggled with that, Sal. It's been a, it's been a rough struggle. Yeah, it's been a rough struggle. And actually, I just kind of want to point out something that I noticed now. Okay. Uh, people are talking about Titus with the three-point shooting. Um, he didn't attempt one today, he, right? He didn't attempt one. And as a matter of fact, he's only attempted two on the season. Okay, so and this uh, this narrative of outside shooting isn't really valid, right? I, I mean, as as far as um, I, I mean, no, I, I kind of just got to debunk that. I was just doing some research right now, and he's only shot two all year, and that was against UC Riverside. Maybe they're confusing with like some outside sh- shooting or something like that. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I mean, maybe I'm not too sure. Uh, but I'll even I'll even throw this around. Uh, on the game where he did shoot two threes, who wasn't shooting a three? I know in that game. I mean, you you've seen a lot of the big men attempt threes. We saw Ponky Mary yeah. attempt a three today that just you know went out off the glass. So I, it's just not happening right now as far yeah. as the outside shots yeah, uh, for just, this team. Yeah, so I just want to kind of big uh, or small, deep, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just want to debunk that uh, Titus and three point shooting stuff because uh, yeah, it's just not it's not factual at least on when you look at the stats. Jonathan Byers checks in. This team reminds me of that movie, Coach Carter. And in that movie, to start out, Coach Carter didn't have all his team practice offense at all. All they did was run. It seems like all UTEP is capable of is its defense, and that uh, that's all they practice is defense. Um, that, next up is Chris Banks. Can't, can't blame Coach Golding for the lack of offense. These are all Coach Terry's guys, and he was supposed to be a good recruiter, but he but all he brought in was a bunch of dudes who can't shoot and who, and are very, very inefficient offensively. 
Um, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from there, Chris. Some people want to point the fingers at Golding. Some people want to point the fingers at Terry. Some people are pointing the fingers at Titus Verhoeven. Others are pointing it at Sule Boom and Keontae Kennedy. Point is, right now, their offense is just not good. I think the, the big okay big picture story, if we're going to sum everything up from uh, tonight, here it is. Okay, for uh, In New Mexico State, it was clear there were one guy short to win a big game. Okay, They, were, they need one more guy in order to win a close game like that. Now, against Kansas is completely outmatched. So what does that tell you? This team, A, is not good uh, offensively at all. I mean, this team is just really bad offensively. 19 of 61 shooting tonight. That's abysmal offensive scoring performance along with three of 23 from beyond the arc I don't care who you play be a little bit more efficient when you score that's the big takeaway in my book and then on defense you're allowing way too much now I mean you started off the year pretty hot defensively now you got to get back to that that uh, mold I mean allowing 50 plus yet last game to New Mexico State inside the paint tonight 46 inside the paint that interior defense has been rough over the past couple games for UTEP, they've lost three of their last four games. They have a tough one against New Mexico. Will it be four of their last five games that they drop before their schedule softens up against McNeese and then heading into that Sun Bowl Invitational? Yeah, that that's definitely uh, the key right now. Can they gain some form of uh, Can they gain some form whew, of momentum? You know, to close out the year and get ready for conference play. That we said it earlier. Those are the games that matter the most. But that does not mean you should shortchange or you should cheat yourself uh, before those games uh, that really matter are being played. Now uh, it, it's going to be a tough test against uh, University of New Mexico. Then against McNeese, that right there is going to be your chance to prepare uh, for conference play set the tone you you want to win every single game that so i'm not saying um you know if you lose it's basically a wash but do what you can in those games if you're not excelling in, in one form or you're just not doing well make up for it in another form so if the defense is going to be the uh, the identity so to speak of this team help your defense out by getting those transition buckets especially when your half court or, or offense or any other form of offense is not really working you got you got to pair a couple of things together you can't just do one thing well you got to be able to roll on a couple of other things so go back to it again Help yourself out. Make the game easier on yourself. No, I'm with you on that, Sal. And and uh, do the simple things in order to yeah. make those things easy for pa- yourself. Pass the ball around. I mean, if, if you have the team gasping for air when you're on defense because you're disrupting passing lanes and you consistently have them running, make them run a little bit more by moving the ball. If a guy's in one spot and you have a, a good shot, you know, a, a pretty good shot, get a better shot. Make make the defender get in an even worse uh, position or space to defend you. No, I'm with you on that, man. It's about shot selection. It's about being, uh, you know, high percentage shooting, and uh, that's just not where UTEP's at right now. Uh, going back over to volleyball, let's check back in. They are, they are tied right now 1-1 with Re- Weber State in the third set. UTEP's up 23-22 in the third set, so we'll keep you posted if we get a final from this set uh, before we wrap things up here on the show. Let's hand out some awards to pay some bills. First off, our hot hand of the game. You know what? Let's give both of these awards to Saucy because our hot hand of the game brought to you by uh, Wind Supply El Paso. Let's give it to Christian Agnew for this one, snagging seven rebounds today. He had four 
fouls in this one, but liked his defensive effort. Two steals and one block for Christian Agnew. Hot hand of the game brought to you by Wind Supply El Paso. And hey, it's it's already chilly outside. You can keep everyone warm, comfortable, and toasty this winter with a new champion furnace from Wind Supply El Paso. Wind Supply El Paso is the official supplier of champion heating and cooling products, and you can locate your nearest champion dealer online at, at uh, windsupplyelpaso.com. Now to our player of the game, of course, it's Christian Agnew, eight points tonight. Not the you know most spectacular performance, but hey, I, I'm going to tell you this. He played hard. He fought hard, and uh, I don't think I'm going to give it to anybody else on this team. I mean, I don't think anybody else really deserved it. Christian Agnew was the one who came in off the bench. Mm-hmm. He's had a, a tough couple weeks, Sal, and uh, I really liked his fight in this one. I think you you got to give a lot of cr- credit to Christian Agnew, especially stepping up, uh, stepping up when Jamal Bienemy went out in the second half. Yeah, definitely. And there's two big plays that, that really stuck out to me uh, from Christian Agnew. One is when there was a pass going down low in the post, and he basically came out of nowhere, uh, swatted it, and was able to uh, have the miners in transition. And then I was talking about the transition uh, buckets for the miners, how it's kind of been lacking. He went ahead and was able to, I don't know if it was cap off, laugh if you want, but a 4-0 run or start a 4-0 run for the miners uh, when it came to that transition bucket for, for Saucy. So, Big, big credit to him. Those two plays, um, you, you know, in my mind, stick out the most tonight. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So, again, uh, that's thanks to our great friends at Keat Southwest. They deliver the best precision metal components for business throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. Learn more about Keat Southwest online today, KeatsSW.com. Sal, we turn the page. We look over to New Mexico. And, hey, uh, talking about storylines, how about New Mexico falling yesterday to the Aggies of New Mexico State? Uh, logo was stomped on. We talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts on that one, Sal. And uh, New Mexico plays Denver on Thursday before playing host to the Miners on Sunday. And you know what? I love it. That That's what makes rivalries rivalries. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. People talk about Duke, North Carolina, and one of the things is the fight that happened, right? Oh, it set the rivalry to a new level. I'm not saying you should go out there and fight, but at, at some point, you got to have that bad blood continue to brew. And, I mean, hey, the Lobos did it to the Aggies when the Lobos won in, in Las Cruces. There you go. So, Good so, point. So why does it matter or why is it any different that the other team does it to you? Yeah. I mean, if if you punch somebody, you got to be able to take a punch as well. And a credit to Mashburn uh, Jr. for the Lobos as well. He said it best. He said, hey, we did it over there. You expect them to do it. Uh, but all you could do is, uh, you know, get ready to uh, for the next game. Something along the lines yeah. of that. But you're catching my drift. Uh, all in all, I love it. Even with uh, Jabari Rice's wave to the crowd here in El Paso. That's to what the minor makes fans. rivalries fun. Yeah, you, you got to have that. I mean, these are... I'll tell you this much. If it was UTEP um, winning a game like that, fans would be fired up. Oh, you got to display some class. Nah, man, it's college, but they're out of class. They're on the floor. What is wrong with you? Got to have that bad blood brew. I love it, man. <laughs> uh, New Mexico right now is 5-4 and four on the year. They've lost to teams like New Mexico State, as we mentioned, Townsend. Mm-hmm. UAB, Conference USA's finest, uh, has also beat uh, you know New Mexico early into this year as well. Colorado is the fourth team who's beat the Lobos. So that game will tip off at 1 o'clock, we'll have countdown to tip-off starting off at 12.30, then minor talk following that broadcast as well. Want to get one more... 
Oh, man. I love this. Um, this is uh, Mr. E on Twitter real quick. Give the awards to all still listening to Minor Talk. Hashtag <laughs> wake up minors at 600 ESPN El Paso. Yeah, the real award, the hot hand of, of the game goes to uh, Mr. E. I, I like that award right there. Um, Want to get to one more storyline real quick. We did not talk about this. UTEP uh, gets a transfer. Shay Evans from San Diego State who's transferring to UTEP. He's a former three-star prospect at a Baltimore Maryland want to mention this this is big news right here everybody on social media was thinking well they need a big man they need a center they need a forward they need some size I know that Joe Golding knows that and uh, I know that they're getting this to provide some depth for them but they're also getting uh Shay Evans as a possible mid-year transfer. I was told today that he will be eligible to play as early as January 4th. Don't know if that will be the case. Don't know how valid that will be when when it's all said and done. I'll tell you this. This is what I do know. Um, He did not play much at San Diego State. In fact, Mm -hmm. San Diego State is a program that really relies on their veteran scores. They they look at their veteran players and they really rely on on their junior seniors. So Shay Evans is just a freshman, a six foot six wing from Baltimore was known as a national prospect in high school before he had a serious shin injury during his senior year and uh, with the Aztecs he never really found his spot off the bench only appeared in 10 games for just 42 minutes but he was known as a knockdown three-point shooter in high school he's also known as a guy who could be a pure scorer and defends at a high level as well so uh, you can understand why UTEP would be after somebody like Shea Evans uh, hearing that he will transfer officially on December 14th plans to be a mid-year transfer since he hasn't appeared all season and if you're if you're doing the math like me and you wonder Adrian how is how are you how is UTEP going to get this guy they don't have a scholarship to give I'm, I'm wondering the same question on my end so maybe that's yeah. the big question we have when it comes to eligibility but uh, a mid-year transfer Sal we haven't seen a mid-year transfer since really the likes of a uh, Caden Archie Caden Archie yeah definitely a guy who could come in and uh, from the looks of it can come in and contribute. That's what you want. Miners need um, all the depth that they could get, especially when you play a physical style like that. Um, and I know we're talking about Shea right now, but I kind of want to switch it over, and I don't think you'll mind. But Miners take set three against Weber Thank State. You. Thank you. I don't mind at all, and I'm very <laughs> happy you said that. Thank you so much for the update, Sal. They take set number three. UTEP has won two sets over Weber State. Uh, let's see if they could finish it off here in this fourth set. I bet they I bet they do. I bet they've got this here. Um, Sal, as we wrap things up here yeah. on the show, any any final thoughts on this UTEP basketball team? Uh, you know, uh, sometimes you just got to get your butt whooped and regroup. Fortunately, this is a butt whooping in December, not in January, February, or March. Uh, but all in all, we're going to see what this team is made of. They got to bounce back and, and get ready for another tough opponent. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they can go ahead and regroup. What are they going to go ahead and learn from this? And then also, how is this defense going to be able to uh, to go up against an offense in New Mexico who I think, uh, let me just double check this. I know they cracked 100. Uh, they, cracked, they hit 99 on the first game of the season against FAU and they hit 100 uh, with 101 against New New Mexico State so that that's a that's a team who scores a lot the only game uh really that's alarming for the Lobos in terms of scoring is a 58 uh 73 to 58 loss to Towson uh but aside from that this team is is putting up somewhere in the high 70s to low 80s game in game out yeah most definitely Sal and uh this is a team who's a veteran group and uh they've got a good coach in Richard Patino so should be a good one last tweet to get to before we wrap things up will Shea Evans lose a year of eligibility if he plays in January 
No, because uh, he will use a half a year of eligibility, so he'll still have three years after this year, which is technically his freshman year. So, uh, no, he won't use a full lose a full year of eligibility. Uh, this is considered to be like his freshman year right now. That'll wrap us up here on Minor Talk. Again, bit special thanks to the Oscar Addy at the agency, seven locations across El Paso. If you need insurance, they can help you out. Uh, when it comes to a no obligation, a free insurance policy, contact the great people at the Oscar Addy at the agency. They're local, they're here, and they're, uh, they are uh, they could be in person or over the phone to help out. You can get started online at OscarAddyAtTheAgency.com. For Sal Montes, I'm Adrian Broadus saying so long. We'll talk to you again on Sunday. Next Next time here on Minor Talk, right here, 600 ESPN El Paso. You've been listening to Minor Talk, presented by the Oscar Adieta Agency. Pick up a clear bag at any one of their seven locations across El Paso. If you missed any of Minor Talk, listen to the show on demand by downloading Minor Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Through the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. 600 ESPN El Paso. He's KROD El Paso. A Town Square Media Station.